With your connection to agriculture, I'm Joanna Guza. Ben Buckner, he's the chief grain and dairy analyst at Egg Resource Company, was on the PDPW Dairy Signal, and he shared more about the dairy market themes for 2023. Similar thing you're having in the dairy markets in that you know we're, we're working to loosen supply and demand. We're finding builds and stocks of things like whey and powder and butter. Uh, though I think the U.S. does keep its share of, of exports this year. The price of trade execution will be below last year's all-time record highs, but I don't think that there will be enough milk produced outside of the U.S. in these competing exporting markets to really you know, allow for a collapse in U.S. dairy export demand. But you know, we've got still terrible production in Oceania. They are not growing milk output. We've got some political issues in places like Europe and that, you know, there are voluntary land buyouts occurring in the Netherlands, which is the Europe's largest dairy producing country. So it's just going to be a challenge to really see long term milk output growth in Europe, Australia and New Zealand. And so over time, that bodes pretty favorable for U.S. dairy demand. So the very high level, uh, most important thing we want to communicate is excuse me, a resetting of price, but most likely milk production margins stay where they are, maybe improve a little bit over the next 14, 16, or 18 months. Mostly that will be a function of, of uh, cheaper and more abundantly available feed. It's not happening yet. We do need to separate this kind of short-term outlook from the long-term outlook. You know, even futures markets do hinge upon the underlying physical raw material. And so something like corn, we're still not terribly far removed from very, very tight, you know, historically tight stocks globally. That was only 18 months ago. And we have really not been allowed to build stocks in the 22-23 crop year. So with that said, you know, I don't think we're going to see a 40% jump in corn prices during spring and early summer like we saw last year and the year before. But it's very difficult to be bearish of especially cash corn markets over the next 60 days or so, just because we have a lot of questions unanswered. We still need to determine exactly what the size of the South American crop is. I think it's really important to know how the U.S. farmer also reacted to last year's really high prices. Do they plant more or less corn or more or less soybeans this spring? Those questions are very difficult to answer now. We will have a better idea on March March 31st, but between now and then, I just don't think that question can be answered. So you really can't move these markets all that much. And of course, we need to know if, if in fact, they do extend this Black Sea export corridor. So I suspect we'll follow broadly seasonal trends in the feed markets. And so those are fairly neutral, maybe a little bit bullish between now and the middle or end of May. So we want to make sure that you guys are prepared to, if you need feed coverage for the next 30, 60 days, we do see a break in the market that probably give us, gives us that opportunity.